Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome to Up Level Together podcast, place to up level in every aspect of your life, from personal development to mindset and spirituality to business tips and relationships building. We bring you best interviews, tools, and inspiration where one episode can change your whole life. Here's your host, Jasna Borza. Hello, my beautiful people. Um, Per usual, surrounded by candlelight. Um, it's very, very early. It's like Rumi said, the breezes of dawn have secrets to tell you. Don't go back to sleep. Um, it's very interesting. I've been reading so much about, you know, we all know the need for sleep, but I have been waking up earlier and earlier over the last two years, sometimes at 2.30 a.m. and thinking, well, something's really um, crazy, something's Something's not right, I should be sleeping more. But in fact, like I'm energized throughout the day. And I think that sometimes when we go through some kind of spiritual awakening or moments of um, growth, that, you know, I'm looking back like I already got seven hours of sleep. That's more than enough. So then I just get up and, and it's really that time, holy time for me to, to uh, reflect, pray, and do all the wonderful things that fill my soul and that are giving. So um, today I want to talk about something that um, I hope was going to be giving to you. And um, I really want to preface this. This is just my experience. Uh, don't do what I do if it doesn't work for you. It's just it, it's, I, I find it always very beneficial. When people that I talk to or and, and collaborate with and enjoy share um, the why behind their um, actions. So I want to talk about why I left Instagram uh, for most part and what brought me to that decision. What does that look like? And um, just kind of general conversation around social media in 2020 and 2021. So I noticed that in 2020, I really because of everything that was happening, I immediately withdraw, withdrew, um, spent insane amounts of time in nature, camping up north in the middle of nowhere. So that alone felt like um, cutting myself off. I remember going to um, uh, the Boundary Waters and for the first time in 10 years, having absolutely no connection to the outside world like literally even if I wanted to I had no reception and I found it so incredibly freeing and I started to realize how connected I am to my phone and what's so fascinating is that I'm not the person that spends a lot of time on her phone to begin with um, I really am not compared to most people I'm pretty balanced and you know when you have kids well, at least for me and um, everything else, I just I just didn't spend insane amounts of time. Having said that, I did spend time, a lot of time on Instagram, simply because so much of my business was on Instagram and I was connecting with people and I loved and still love, loved what Instagram did for me, loved the beautiful imagery, love the communication, love the, I just loved the platform so much that it brought me immense amount of joy. And then I started to notice that I really liked these 
you know, moments of gradual detox. And I would just go away this past summer of 2020 where I really liked being disconnected and I liked not um, having, you know, not not being attached and then I started noticing that like oh my goodness you know my husband and I made some decisions that you know we've been also reading uh, about just kind of how it disrupts the sleep if we you know um, check it before a couple hours before sleep so we start completely turning off our wi-fi um, and our phones at about 6 p.m and um, dimming all the lights at home and turning on the candles, which is kind of, you know, kicking for that circadian rhythm. And we've noticed that kids were more peaceful at night, we were more peaceful, we were reading, um, we were playing cards, we were, you know, um, uh, dancing, spending quality time, and we just really, really loved that. So the more we did that, the more it was the benefit, like, wow, like, I don't have to be, I don't have to check that email right before I go back to sleep. And I, and I, sometimes I used to do that um, before. So it was just, it started with this gradual detox. It was like, oh my God, like, wow, what happens when I actually am not on my phone as much? And, you know, and then 2020 also brought, um, you know, a slew of um, just politicizing the platform. 2020 has been a very charged year, politically, um, pandemic-wise, etc. And what I have found that even some of my dearest friends were just getting so charged about what was happening in the world. Um, and there was virtue signaling. There was shaming others who wouldn't share their beliefs. There was um, the constant constant slew of conspiracy theories that were being sent to me and I just felt like I was starting to question myself I felt like I had to take a stand on everything in the world because it was the right thing to do and I really felt pulled into this level of politicized conversation on Instagram, which I have never wanted to have anything to do with. For those of you who don't know, I'm a very uh, middle-of-the-ground person. Like, I understand people who are politically very left and very right, because I have friends who are extremely, like, hyper-left and hyper-right, and I have immense love and understanding for them, and I... And I um, even though I may not agree with anything that uh, or everything that they say, I have immense respect and I listen, right? So I'm in that position to listen. But I'm a very um, middle-of-the-ground person and I was just starting to like just get, see so many of highly intelligent people really be pulled into the most insane conspiracy theories. And I just felt like, oh my God, it's, it's, I was getting pulled into it as well because I'm like, what is this? Like, I like them and they're so smart and it, it, it was just really, really shocking. Um, so I'm like, okay, that was another thing that, that started to really, really bother me. The third thing that I started to notice is that, um, you, as you know, I have been a coach now for 11 years and I've been coaching people and it's literally what I, I feel like it's, it's so much of my personality so much of my life it's what I want to do for the rest of my life I love my profession but coaching has just 
been so watered down and I feel polluted because it became a sexy thing to do, a quick way to make money. And there's blind leading the blind. And, you know, I started getting contacted by 22-year-old coaches on Instagram in a bikini telling me how to best live my life. And (laughs) I'm being very um, sarcastic. But it was, I noticed that some of the marketers, the platform has become just so oversaturated with marketers who are honest to God using the slimiest tactics. And this went hand in hand with knowing some people personally on the platform and watching them share the most non-integrous things like, you know, making six figures you know, in six weeks, you know, the spiel when I know for a fact that they're not even anywhere near making six figures. It just felt like so non-integrous. And I was really getting upset about it. Like integrity and telling the truth is, it will always be one of my most profound values, justice. And I was just really being uh, frustrated by that because I saw some of the people that I know be you know buying into that and I, I, I look at them like can you not see and they can't because the marketing is packaged in such a beautiful way that it seems like it's the real thing so um, that's another thing that was really starting to uh, get me quite angry um, especially some of the people that I know were starting to use these tactics and I was getting angry at them, starting to think that I don't want to have anything to do with them. Um, and I'm like, okay, this is this is really causing me a negative and adverse reaction. And I started to notice, like, I was getting, um, the more I would go on Instagram, it stopped being as enjoyable. I was I would get frustrated, right, with all of this um, inundation and, and, and frankly, a little anxious. So I think what really did it for me was that um, I think it was the first week of um, December of 2020. I got a notification from Instagram because I have sent notification of how much time I spent that I had spent that particular day two and a half hours on Instagram. And that was the time where I hadn't posted anything in over a week and I hadn't shared anything on the stories because I love the stories, love the stories. And what when I looked back, I just noticed I spent two and a half hours watching conspiracy theories and things that my friends were sending me like, this is, you have to see this. And when they were really charged, I'm like, I have to look into this. And I just realized that I had literally spent two and a half hours of my brain power, of my time away from things that I could have been doing, that I was consuming. And it was a trend. It was spending more and more time because I wanted to know. I wanted to, you know, even though I really could care less about politics, I was getting pulled into all kinds of narratives because you should you should if you don't you're not the responsible member of the society and I was not creating I wasn't taking photos anymore so I have a um, DSLR and I love when my hobby is to take photos of my children of landscapes of nature 
um, it's just, I just do it for me. And I remember like, when was, you know, I was thinking, when was the last time I picked up my DSLR and took photos? When was the last time you created a, you know, a beautiful video? When was the last time you created something? And I realized that I had moved into a conception to not creating. And this really, it kind of makes sense. It's a, I think that no one is immune. Um, full disclosure, I have to tell you that I honestly did not believe that I was ever going to get caught up in the pitfall of social media anxiety. And I did. And I never thought that I would be the person who was like, oh my gosh, just wasted so many hours of my day on social media. Never. And that was never the case before 2020. And I found that to be a problem. And I really love creating. I love reading. I love recording things like this that are, you know, my thoughts that are unpolluted that I hope that are going to be of service to someone. I love doing that. And I realized that I wasn't doing so much of that. So I immediately deleted the app from my phone. Like immediate. I saw that and I felt this just pit in my stomach and I completely deleted it for a number of weeks. And I was telling my husband that I wanted to delete all of my social media and just be completely gone. And he said, okay, he's, <laughs> he's more, more, um, you know, uh, tempered human, um, than, than I am. He just takes, you know, he's very rational. I can get very impulsive at times. He said, well, just, you know, wait a couple of weeks and then decide. And he was right. And, um, the second, um, thing that really happened, there was, there was another indication that things are moving in the wrong directions that I watched the movie Social Dilemma which was a very interesting view of social media. I highly recommend watching it, even though, of course, things are always sensationalized a little bit. But really, you know, the creators of the like button and how it's completely designed to keep us always engaged in the platform. And while the platform has been wonderful for me and I really, really loved it, I think that there is a downside that we have to talk about and how difficult it is sometimes to pull away because it is an addiction. We don't talk about that as much. It's an addiction that at some point the willpower simply is not enough because um, your brain has been just so used to that dopamine that, you know, swiping down and constantly looking for, for new content. And I really desperately wanted to, um, you know, create. And then I heard about the new terms and conditions of the Instagram. Basically, they have access to all our conversations and the phones and um, and that really bothered me. It bothered, I, I didn't want my life. I didn't want all my photos to be owned by Instagram. I didn't want, there were just so many things wrong with their new terms and conditions. The fact that they can access my husband's phone because we're, he's on the same network as I am and get his data. And I don't think it's anything malicious. They're a business that's trying to get as much data so they can sell it and, I, and sell us. I get that, but it just did not feel right in, in my stomach. So what I, um, overall, I had decided that Instagram was not as much fun for me anymore. It was actually bringing me uh, a little bit of anger because of the, you know, politicizing of the platform and um, conspiracy theories and everyone having an opinion and coaches who 
who are saying things that are completely untrue and non-integrous. And I started getting anxious. I'm like, well, that's a really big problem and I wanted to do something about it. Uh, I am not, I am a very mellow, happy, low-key person. When I get anxious, I know how to pull away. Um, prayer and meditation, step away from everything, balance it out because I do believe that daily anxiety is not a normal state of being. But it's very difficult when we're constantly pulled in. How do you how do you manage that when your livelihood is so much of your livelihood is on social media? So what I had decided to do is unfollow everyone from uh, my Instagram, and in the process, a little bit of drama. Uh, apparently, you can't just unfollow three thousand people <laughs> at once. Instagram blocked me and said. Oh, it looks like you're doing something very nefarious and we're just going to block you for a couple of weeks. So I couldn't do anything on Instagram. So I'm like, okay, great. Like, um, whatever. Then they unblocked me again. Then I went crazy again. I'm following more people. And then they blocked me again. So I had like 24 people left to unfollow. So after I had completely been unblocked, I unfollowed everyone to zero because I felt like this was a very symbolic mo moment for me. One, I really hesitated on following because I knew that a lot of people are going to be upset or will, uh, their ego is going to be offended or they're going to get angry and unfollow me or they'll question why I'm not following them. I'm like, oh my God, like seriously? Uh, it, m m people that care for me that I can, they will understand and the rest, like that's just, it, it doesn't matter. But I'm just being honest that was part of my conversation. And... I really had a hard time with that. And then the symbolic that it was, it was a way of saying yes to me. It was a way of saying, yes, I want to teach and I want to use the platform how I wanted to use, but I really had to protect my own mental health. And um, it's just the state that I'm in. It's just a stage that I'm in in my life where I, I don't think this is a forever. I just felt like for now, I wanted to go back to creating because I had stopped creating. And I want to say that, you know, I've talked to a lot of my good friends who are saying they know about this and they're saying, well, you know, I'm not affected. Instagram is still so much fun for me and I love that. So if this is not you, don't unfollow people, like don't, don't do what I'm doing. If it's bringing you joy, like it brought me joy for three full years, so much immense joy, it was an add to my life. Don't do anything. Enjoy it. For me, I'm on a very uh, profound spiritual journey, and I just felt like it. It wasn't. It was really taking me away from everything I need to work on. So, if you're listening to this and you're someone that I love and I used to follow, I'm sorry I had to unfollow you. I really had to do it for my mental health, and I shall be back. But I'm committing to 2021 of being a creator. And being the person that just really creates and pours the goodness of God, of universe onto others. And I know that I can do so much of that when I'm not plugged in. So, um, you know, the result, I am feeling so much more peaceful and spending so much more time writing, um, creating, um, walking. Which is so interesting because I realized like how quickly I would pick up the phone and 45 minutes later I would still be, um, you know, in the scroll 
uh, motion still reading and looking instead now like I I have turned off all of my notifications on my phone everything I don't even check my email every time I have set times when I do it including text messages I have completely turned everything off so when I'm like I'm bored and I have a half an hour between meetings or something I just go for a walk and that's not something that I would have done. Or I will, you know, learn something. I literally right now, by the way, another full disclosure, I have probably about 30 books next to my bed, uh, nightstand. Um, and I'm constantly just plowing through those. A lot of them are David Hawking's books about consciousness. So it's pretty dense reading, but I'm just really in, the, in that space of loving it and enjoying it and feeling like, Things are slow. I'm slowing things down so that I can create more. And I'm really profoundly enjoying it. And again, it's just a stage. I may be back. Um, and I hope that, uh, that this brings a little bit of a understanding behind why I left the platform. Because it, needless to say, people have asked me. There have been an inundation of people asking me why I had done that. And I wanted to explain it and I wanted also this to be kind of like a green card for you to do the same if you're feeling overwhelmed. Why can't we give ourselves permission to do that? Like some of the reasons for why, why I wouldn't do that were so silly and needing to be relevant, needing to be on, my business is on there, all of these things. I had given reins to um, uh, my beautiful um, co-partner Jenna she's managing all of my social media channels and she's posting content and I just am not so she can do it for me and I'm trying to see how that's working and I know people still want to hear from me so what I have decided to do is that I will show up on my stories because believe it or not there's an insane to me number of people watching my stories um I mean in a lot to me, a lot of people, and I'm like, well, there must be something I'm doing right, or it must be something interesting, and, and if without getting ego in the way, it's not me, I want to use it to inspire, uplift, and share, and be a source of inspiration of joy in other people's lives, so I want to be using the platforms like that, a, pl a platform like this, I'm going to continue to be on stories, and I am going to continue to be creating content that is joyful, inspiring, and uplifting. And Friday's Vidyasana is coming back in February, and I'm so excited about that. If you don't know what Friday's Vidyasana is, it's this weekly uh, free community coaching hour that I do every single week. Um, you don't have to buy anything. You don't have to, there's no pitching. It's just literally my uh, my reason of giving back. It came to me when I was in Monaco, sitting under a tree meditating. It was like you should do that. I'm like, okay, all right. And it's been one of the most wonderful things that I've done. And because of COVID, we used to do it in person. I we just kind of stopped, and I don't know how long, how much longer this um, pandemic is going to rage on and I just felt like I really needed I need to get back even if it's online so we're coming back on Fridays uh, stay tuned for that please sign up on my newsletter or, or uh, watch for an announcement on Instagram I'm so excited to be giving um, so much even though I'm not coaching much right now 
but giving and, and sharing so many wonderful things with, with you all. As always, I really hope that this was useful. As always, it came from a very honest and integrous place. And I hope that it's giving you um, a moment of reflection of, you know, what am I being addicted to? Um, what am I being attached to? What is not bringing you joy anymore? Look into your life. Like, what are the platforms that are making you anxious? What are the people that are making you anxious? Go ahead and follow them. Give yourself permission. What are the things in your life that are preventing you from creating? Where could you be more free? Those are the things that uh, I've asked myself and I encourage all of you to do the same because I think that we are children of God, the universe, and I believe that we are meant to be of service to others. And we're, I believe that we are channels of infinite love and wisdom. And that channel gets, you know, we, we, we don't become receptive to it. We constantly plug into something else, especially the things that bring us anxiety. So I invite all of us to step back, re-evaluate, um, and I'm going to continue to do that. So I may be back full on later on, but for right now, this is a decision I needed to make. Uh, and I hope that it inspires you to make a decision that you need to make. As always, sending you so, so much love and thank you for listening. If you have found this useful, please share it. Um, you know, this this podcasting and it gets spread and, and when we share it and when we share it with others. And if this could be helpful to anyone, um, thank you for sharing it and thank you for listening. Whoever you are, wherever you are, we're entangled. We're forever connected and I truly appreciate you and through these waves I know that my words are going to send you energy. They're going to make you feel just a little bit better today. So much love for you all. Well, there you have it, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. It means the world. Please share with anyone that might find this useful and go ahead to all iTunes stations and please give us a five-star rating. So much love for you all. Please, please, please know that everything can be different. You're worthy. You're good enough. And let's up-level together.